Do you believe in your business and want it to grow quicker? Make more sales, scale the business? <laughs> yeah, me too. I just love helping women in business and I want your business to be the best it can possibly be. You can expect truthful accounts of the highs and lows of business, struggles, traumas, epic highlights and priceless moments. I'll be sharing how this busy mum scaled a business from a local class in a village hall to 60 franchisees internationally. So let's get started. I'm Charlie Day and you're listening to the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. Hello, everybody. I have got Gina Hellis with me from Oz and Bell. Now, Oz and Bell are contemporary hand embroidery kits for all ages and abilities. So welcome, Gina. Hi, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. So tell everybody who's listening all about your business and what you offer at Oz and Bell. Okay, so my business is basically selling hand embroidery kits they are designed for mindfulness. They're designed as a mindfulness tool to help people relax, people that have got anxieties or a bit stressed out. They are really, they're a really good way of um, releasing tension. So the main purpose of the kits is not only to be decorative, but to help with um mindfulness as well and just a little bit of self-care but an easy way to do self-care so I design all of the um, kits myself I try to make them the more modern and contemporary moving away from the traditional sort of cross stitch kits that you can get so that they fit any sort of modern interior that that's just jazzy and, and loves color and pattern um so yeah it's it's that's it basically it's really it's a really simple concept (laughs) and how did it how did it come about take me back like right back to the beginning when was the moment that you thought this is what I'm gonna do okay so it is a it's a part-time job for me and I am a textiles teacher so sewing has always been something that I absolutely loved I did it at uni and then once I became a teacher any time I never had any time to do it for myself and then I had my daughter six years ago and when she was about a year old I got postnatal depression and I think it was a case of going back to work being a mum being a teacher, not having any time to do anything for myself. And I started with anxiety and I went to a a counsellor and she was like, what do you like doing? I said, well, you know, I love anything arty. And she said, bring a colouring book with you because I was too anxious to even, I I would have panic attacks in the counselling sessions. So I took a colouring book with me and it would calm me down. And she would just talk to me as I was colouring in. And I thought, this is actually really nice. And I never thought of it as a well-being thing at all. And then at school, as well-being started to get talked about a lot more, more openly, somebody, you know, said, can anybody offer anything for staff? And I said, well, I could um, print some designs onto fabric and people can come and stitch them. And that's how it started. 
people loved it and we would just spend an hour after school every week just stitching and I thought oh, do you know what this is a good idea I could sell these and that was it I love it I absolutely <laughs> love it um yeah it's 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 funny isn't it because um I've never really thought about it as like a well-being thing and I I have to just tell you this now Gina I'm so crap at art it's <laughs> not for me whatsoever <laughs> unless it's dramatic art I'm not your girl but when I was pregnant I decided because like nine months was such a long time and I was like oh my god how am I gonna cope so I decided to do this cross stitch for Ernie and it was massive and we went on holiday to Singapore and I literally cross-stitched the whole way there and the whole way back and I actually finished it and it was amazing but I think you've hit the nail on the head because when I went to put it up in his nursery and and although I really really enjoyed doing it it was it didn't really fit in with the decor do you know I mean it was very granny yeah am I allowed to say that yeah Um, so so I do (laughs) so I do think and actually when you were saying that I was like maybe that was like part of the reason why I loved doing it so much because like when you're pregnant you need that self-care and that well-being thing um and you can just you don't need to really think about cross stitch so I just did it yeah yeah this is exactly it so the thing that that I like about these kits and I do my my own kits all the time is that I can do it for like 10 minutes in an evening and I zone out in front of the tv I have a glass of wine and I just it's the not thinking about it and it's just the repetitive I'm just doing it without thinking and I can spend 10 minutes on it and that's it if that's all the time I have that day then that's fine at least it's 10 minutes of self-care rather than nothing at all yeah absolutely and actually that's all that you need I often talk about as you know reading books and I think reading books in any industry is really really important because you need to be growing as a business owner all the time to keep up and keep ahead and people always say to me I don't have time I've got a job I've got a part-time business I've got children I don't have time to read and I always say the same thing just read for 10 minutes a day that's all you need to do and it's the same with self-care it doesn't need to be like a full hour it can be a short thing um, so you had postnatal depression and you went through this whole journey of, of well-being to get over that. But um, talk to me about running your own business, because I know I have certainly found at times I have come up against obstacles and I've questioned my abilities and all of those things, which I think we all do. We all have limiting beliefs when it comes to owning a business. I mean, actually, when I started out when I was 21, I was like straight out of drama school and I didn't give a care, like no care in the world. I was like, oh, I'm going to own my own business and it's fine. And it wasn't actually until after I had a baby that I had these moments of like, can I do this? Am I good enough? How did you manage to set up a business having gone through all of that? Was that something that that you felt? Oh, my God. Setting up a business has been the hardest thing I have ever done in my life. And I I I have no business knowledge at all. I left uni and I trained to be a teacher and I've done that for 12 years. So I... Although I have really, really enjoyed it and I love it, I absolutely love being a small business owner. For me to get my head around that it's not just it's not just something I do on the side and that it's actually a business 
has been quite hard for me. But yeah, I mean, there is so much to learn that I'd never even thought about before. Social media in itself is like a full-time job. So that's been really interesting. But I, yeah, I've, I've learned absolutely loads with it. And um, what social media platform do you use the most? Which one's your favourite? Instagram is my favourite just because it's so visual. So everything we do comes across really well in photos. Um, I am starting to do more reels and, and video things, but they just take so long to to video, especially with the, the process of the hand embroidery, because it's quite a, a nice, slow process to go from, you know, a blank piece of fabric to a finished design takes ages. So to do that and to video it for a two minute video can take you know, a day to do. Um, so it is finding the time. But again, I enjoy it. But finding the time to, to juggle working, a business, kids, and just life in general is is difficult, God. which is why I use the Entrepreneurs Crop Club to help me. <laughs> there we go. Lol. <laughs> Gina is a part of the Entrepreneurs Growth Club. Um, so there we go. <laughs> um but I and I always find like if you love doing Instagram or you love creating videos, you love creating content, that is what you will do more of because it's enjoyable and you want to do the stuff that's enjoyable. But yeah, I find video content creation hard because you have to come up with the content, come up with the idea and then do all of it as yeah. well. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's very time consuming, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, as sort of things move on absolutely every business owner just has to be doing video content on a weekly basis so um yeah we're just gonna have to get quicker at it but I know more better apps we need better apps or just I, I feel like filming the whole of my life I was just thinking then why, why am I not filming this well, because I look like this <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you know what I mean it's <laughs> yeah. you almost need like a videographer with you at all times just getting those good bits yeah yeah, my, my, see, my videos are always my hands. And every time I think, I should have painted my nails before I've done this. Next video, I'll paint my nails beforehand and I never have time to paint my nails. <laughs> Don't want to add that into the no, content creation nail painting. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you're a teacher, you're, yeah. a mom, you're a business owner, you're a person. Mm-hmm. What's your secret? How do you juggle all these things? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not an organised person. So I think I wing it the majority of the time. I love that. <laughs> That's what I do. Um, now, I do find since starting back school after, so I was on maternity leave last year, missed the sort of lockdown year of school. Starting back in September, I've quickly come to the re realisation I work Monday to Wednesday, that Monday to Wednesday has to be focused on school. I can't do anything to do with the business those days because it's just far too much. Mm -hmm. And it's either, you know, you do one thing well or you do a couple of things not very well. So Monday to Wednesday is all focused on school. Then Thursday, Fridays, I keep evenings for business things and the weekends I try that's when I try to get all my video contents 
done and, and things like that, more, more practical things for the business. Um, I'm just waiting for my youngest, who is one, to start school in, in four years' time. <laughs> and then I can crack on with the business. <laughs> and what about your self-care now? Like, how do you incorporate that? How do you make, because presumably that's quite high on your priorities list, um, you know, to look after yourself as well. Yeah. I hope it is. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And I think now um, I know my own triggers and my own signals a lot better than I did with my first daughter so I can I now know when I'm doing too much I know that I need to to stop but with the business because because the kits are designed for well-being if I'm producing the kits and I'm you know stitching out new designs and things like that I'm sort of doing self-care whilst doing the business which is quite nice that's amazing when your business and that's when I think when aspects of your business are really enjoyable and also feel like you're giving something and you've like got a higher purpose so you're sending out these kits to help other women or I'm helping women in business to grow and scale and make more sales if you're doing something that feels really good it's almost like your business is your self-care and that's amazing yeah it is and it's a really nice feeling and I don't feel like you know on a Thursday or Friday evening that it's a chore to sit down and then start working on the business I quite look forward to that time the girls are in bed and I just sit down and and start stitching some new designs yeah that's good and obviously during lockdown that was a time when people needed self-care more than ever and I could have quit school I could have quit teaching and just lived off Oz and Bell because the sales went through the roof it was yeah it was really um, it was really encouraging to know that I've got a product that people love and when they've got the time to do it they're, they're on it. So you didn't do anything different in terms of sales it's just that that people needed that and had more time. Yeah yeah. Because I, I started juggling I took up juggling because <laughs> <laughs> I was like well I'm in the garden with a three-year-old all the time and it's yeah. boring isn't it let's be honest I'm gonna yeah. put it out there for the first couple of weeks I was like oh this is fun and then it was boring and um, so I started thinking what could I do and um bought some juggling balls learned how to juggle that's a skill <laughs> I wasn't amazing <laughs> Got me honest. my husband was like I'm sure it shouldn't be this hard and I was like the foundations have to be right before I add in that third ball um, <laughs> but you know I like a lot of people were getting into calligraphy or yeah embroidery whatever it was yeah it was a really good opportunity for people to try things that they'd always wanted to try that they just never had the time to do so do you hope we go into a second lockdown I kind of do yeah (laughs) (laughs) very selfish reasons I love that as a second lockdown over Christmas I feel like you would do really well people would need gifts and they would have time (laughs) That's that's my perfect business scenario. <laughs> Fingers crossed she doesn't have a hotline to Boris Johnson. <laughs> what is your absolute favourite thing about running the business? Um, pre like Before lockdown, it was going to the craft fairs and meeting so many people 
and um, we used to do the knitting and stitching show in London in Alexandra Palace which was massive and it was four days and the people that came to it were real you know crafty people that loved all things crafting and to talk to them all day and just to hear stories about how people started their you know love for embroidery and things like that and I loved that I really did love that and doing you know Christmas craft fairs and things was was really nice um so I'm very much looking forward to when we can do all that again yeah, yeah I miss that that element of business yeah like the face-to-face element yeah um and what I was going to ask is how long was there between that period of time when you were um, suffering from postnatal depression and you sought out help um, and you and then you went to set up your own business? I'm just thinking if anyone was listening, thinking they were in a similar position, how did you sort of turn that around and start your own business? Because obviously that's a huge jump to go from, you know, needing help and reaching out for that to actually running your own business. Yeah, I mean, it took me, I had to sort myself out first. So I didn't have the idea to do it um, until my head was in a better place, really. And I could start thinking about other people rather than, you know, thinking about myself. So I would say it was maybe, maybe a year and a half until we, so I, when we started the business, I started it with another teacher. Um and yeah, we had kids about five weeks apart and, and we're best friends. So we started it together and it, we, yeah, it must've been a year and a half after um, I'd gone through postnatal depression that we properly thought, right, let's get these properly made. Let's get everything digitally printed rather than us screen printing them. And let's sign up for a big trade fair in London. And then, yeah. So a year and a half until it was properly, we give it a real good push. Wow, that's so inspirational. Um, So as you know, I end all of my podcasts with the same three questions. So tell me, Gina, one person who inspires you? Okay, this may sound really, really ridiculous, but Fern Cotton. I absolutely love Fern Cotton. Um, She's an ambassador for the Mind, for Mind Charity. And her artwork is fantastic. She's an amazing artist and she's so open and honest about her issues with mental health. And she has such an impact. And, you know, teaching in a secondary school with six formers, a lot of them um, really relate to her. So she, she has such an impact with younger people to deal with their mental health issues. Amazing. I love that. I bet you're such a good teacher as well, because you have like both of those things going on. Like, obviously, you're amazing at art and textiles, but also you have that awareness of mental health and well-being and all those things. And especially, like you say, with the older children and especially this year. Yeah. I bet people love you. Yeah, well, I can't stop talking about it. So last week was Mental Health Week. It was Mental Health Awareness Week. And yeah, with all of my younger classes, I sort of just stopped our art lessons and I stuck on um, a PowerPoint that had come from Young Minds. And I was like, yeah, I just told them my story. And it's, 
some people may say, you know, you shouldn't be that open with your students. But I think, you know, you've got to be. They they go through this themselves. And it's just really nice for them to know that other people that maybe they look up to or that they think, you know, are completely level-headed and fine go through the same things. So I told them my story and I had three or four, little year seven, so they're like 11 saying, oh, I have social anxiety, I can't go out. And it's just, it's really nice actually to, to hear them be so open about it and then to see the other kids' reactions to what those students have been through. So mm. it is, it's... I think it's so important. I think it's so important that we do talk out about it, that people do have someone to relate to that they're like, oh, if, if that person has been through that and I'm going through this, then that's okay. So I think that's absolutely amazing. Um, tell me about a book that you've read that okay. <laughs> you love. So I, I, I'm not a massive reader because I'd rather spend my time stitching or drawing. But um, I do have lots and lots of crafty books, um, which I, I go to as references all the time. And there is a, a really good one called Craft Show and Sell. And I bought it when I was thinking about selling kits as, as a business by Tori Jane. And it's just about how to build your craft business at home. So, um, yeah, you know, the pricing of things, how to how to market yourself how to do it how to sell at craft fairs how to sell online so that was really that that's a good read that was by Tori Jane fabulous good one if you're in this area yes. your sort of area of expertise yes. um, and finally what would be your one piece of advice for a fellow entrepreneur um <laughs> self-care I think no matter how you know, determined you are to get your business up and running and to make a successful business, do not burn yourself out. Always make sure that no matter what it is you enjoy, that you just make time to do something just to give yourself a bit of headspace. Because I think business, especially now a lot of it is online, can just be all consuming all the time. I was up this morning at three o'clock just prepping my Instagram post for, for today because I knew I had a busy day so it is I think because you couldn't sleep or did you set your alarm for three? Oh no 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 my daughter woke up so my daughter woke up I had to put a dummy in and then I just thought oh I can't sleep now so I'll just schedule my Instagram post for <laughs> Wow, that is some determination. Um, and it's, it's true though, isn't it? Self-care is so important and not just for business owners, but for everyone. Oh, yeah. you know, if your teenager needs a bit of self-care, take their phone off them, take their socials off them and take them out for a walk or buy one of Gina's embroidery kits and do yeah. it together. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're a, a, a normal, I call them normal people, <laughs> normal people <laughs> employed. <laughs> or you know anything else that's not an entrepreneur looking after yourself is so it's so so important it is it really is and it's so what has surprised me the most is how easy so how you know everybody said lockdown was amazing it was a great opportunity to stop and slow down and then as soon as things get back to some sort of normality how easy it is to get swept up with work again mm. and then suddenly life becomes all about work and 
you know, I, I myself said that I wouldn't let myself get like that because I really enjoyed lockdown and the time and the slower pace of life, but I've got swept up with it completely. Can we just stop there a second? You really enjoyed lockdown? I did. <laughs> it's because the business was doing well. <laughs> it was, it was. The business was doing well, but also I was on maternity leave. So True. before lockdown... I was just in the house by myself with a baby. True. Whereas lockdown, I had my husband there. <laughs> friends, I've got friends. But people get to that, oh, you'll look back on this time and it'll be really magical. And I just feel like, you know, it was a stressful time. It sort of irritated me at the time. And I suppose I'm probably the, the opposite end of the, the scale from you. It irritated me at the time when people were saying, you know, enjoy it this is you'll never get opportunities like this again and it's like but as a small business owner it was hugely stressful yeah at home but he had to work every hour you know and, and people's jobs were at risk and, and things like that so I, I can't say that I enjoyed it but I'm glad that you did <laughs> I did but yeah had I been at work or had I have still been employed as a teacher at that time Sure. Yeah. I couldn't have homeschooled my daughter and taught my classes with a, a newborn as well. That would have been awful. So the reason I enjoyed it was because I was on maternity leave and I just had adult company. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Thank you so much, Gina. You have been absolutely fabulous. Tell people where they can find you, where they can go and buy one of your fabulous Ozenbell embroidery kits. Tell them. Okay, so we, we're mainly on Etsy. Um, so if you go onto Etsy and just search Oz and Bell, you will find all of our designs there. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, our handle is at Oz and Bell and we do lots of tutorials and things like that on Instagram. Um, but yeah, find us on Facebook, YouTube. It's all just at Oz and Bell. Fabulous. Thank you so much. You were Thank fabulous. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye. Bye so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Before you go, I have to tell you this one thing. I am starting a brand new challenge called Go for Gold and Set Your Goals. It's starting on the 2nd of November and it's going to be so much fun. So please come and join. If you go to Facebook and search Go for Gold and Set Your Goals with Charlie Day, you'll find my Facebook group. But if not, email me charlie at charliedaysales.co.uk or you can Instagram message me, Facebook message me at the Entrepreneurs Growth Club and I'll give you the link so you can come in and find out why setting goals changed my life and my business and how much fun are we going to have learning how to set our goals and setting our goals and intention for 2021. I'll see you there.